0: Welcome, leaders, to Connections, the podcast. You know, we as moms have laundry and dishes on repeat, and a mom's world can feel really pretty small. Loving and training our children can be all-consuming, and sometimes we can barely see past the walls of our home. And this is true for mothers all across the globe. Mops can help moms catch a vision of how every mom, everywhere, can come together to be better moms. Did you know that Mops moms are meeting in over 50 countries and on all continents except Antarctica? And that is like over 20,000 moms outside of the United States. So today, we have joining us Sherry Crandall from Mops International and who is the VP of Global Ministries and Leadership Experience, to share with us the latest news about Global Mops and how you can support them from everywhere you are in the world. So Sherry, welcome.
1: Well, thanks. Thanks for having me. And uh, yes, it is very exciting that Mops is all over the globe. Yeah. So can you tell us
0: exactly where Mops is?
1: I will. So this is kind of fun. We now are actually in 60 countries and we like to say we are in, we are in Albania to Zambia. So kind of from A to Z. Um, and in between we are in like little tiny countries like the Bahamas, like Cuba. We just started a group there. We're in some tiny African countries. We're in South America with a great presence in Guatemala and Colombia. I'll tell you shortly about my visit to Colombia. We're in places like Mozambique and Madagascar. We're in Russia. We're in Romania, Albania, uh, the Sudan. We're in the United Kingdom with great groups running there. And honestly, we are also in New Zealand and Australia and Vietnam. So just a a few of the names of those countries that uh, make up the 60 countries that we're now in. And we're just very excited about that because now we know that there are moms everywhere learning to be the best mom they can
0: be. I love that. So, really, it's an ongoing, changing thing. I mean, it changes on a, a daily basis, it sounds like.
1: It is. It's fun. Sometimes we get a note that says, hey, we just started another group in a new country. And we celebrate that here. And I have this awesome map in my office. And uh, what is so fun is getting to put a push pin into the new area where we are. So it does change quite frequently.
0: So as MOPS is around the globe, I know most of our listeners are MOPS leaders um, who are in the midst of doing MOPS themselves. Does MOPS look like it does here in the States? Like, do they meet like we meet? Oh, that's a fun question. I would
1: say the answer is yes, but the answer is no. So it can be <laughs> buried throughout the world. I just was in Colombia on meeting a mops group that meets on the side of a mountain in the Andes Mountains in a makeshift community where there's just lots of uh, houses kind of put together. And I walked in and there's this beautiful group of 20 moms. There was a mom in the corner making homemade empanadas. We had crafts with the kids. So their kids are with them during the meeting. And they actually had mentor moms ranging from age 85 to 50. And one family, there were four generations to this family. So Abuela, she was this amazing mentor mom who was 85. And then her daughter, who was about 50. And then her daughter, who was younger than 30. And then the baby, who was three. And so all of these women together, meeting in this home with their kids, and they had elements that we do. They had a craft, they had food, they had sharing time, they had prayer time. But of course, the location where we were and some of the details uh, weren't what they would be, let's say, in a traditional church like my church. But what's amazing um, in Africa, you know, we don't have table leaders because there aren't tables. So these moms sometimes will sit on the dirt, meet around a tree. Uh, we, we make it work and the essence of what MOPS is, I would say is the same around the world. But some of the details, uh, what we think of in our classic or traditional MOPS, uh, maybe are not the same. So that's what makes it really cool because honestly, community, that need for community and mom community is a felt need around the world.
0: Absolutely. And it sounds like that community happens, um, and, and has as much diversity like we do here in the States, where maybe you have a group that meets in the city versus a group that meets in a rural area or a suburban area. So it sounds like they foster community in what works for their setting. So that's that's beautiful. That's beautiful.
1: It really is. It's awesome.
0: So how did you get involved with Global Moms?
1: I was at a mom con. As a leader, I was the director of women's ministry at my church, and I would bring a group of, of Mops Moms every year to MomCon, had an opportunity to meet some of the global leaders. And I always say this was really a God moment in my life where I was connected with the leader from Guatemala. And she actually didn't just run Guatemala, but was in charge of all of Latin America. And we just had this moment of meeting and this this connection that was just beautiful. And it started at a moment in the ballroom after a main stage speaker. And we exchanged information and just started talking uh, via text and then email and then phone conversations and then Skype. And honestly, it just has been amazing. That was six years ago. And I've been able to go to Guatemala twice and just got back from Colombia and so it was something that God just really placed on my heart and placed on her heart. And the bonus of it all is that we've just become dear, dear friends to one another and and really to our family. So just a fun way, uh, something that happened at MomCon. And it was God-ordained. So I just really feel very fortunate that I get to be a part of that. I love how
0: you walked through the steps of sort of the technological pieces that allowed you to communicate. I think it is really neat how technology allows um, easier communication now with some of these areas, some of these more remote areas. I believe we
1: are in such a time as this. So most of my day leading global ministry is spent on technology, right? So I meet in Zoom rooms or Skype. We do FaceTime, WhatsApp is this amazing app where we can talk to people. I sometimes start my day with, you know, speaking to someone in Brazil and ending it speaking to someone in Africa. And my Mm -hmm. whole day was spent speaking to people around the world Mm -hmm. and making plans that we, you know, we couldn't have done when I first started (laughs) Mops 23 years ago. Uh, That wasn't a possibility, but now it's really that possibilities are endless because of technology.
0: How can we, as leaders and our groups, how can we get involved with Global MOPS?
1: Thank you for asking, because I think that's really an important question. Uh, MOPS is no longer uh, just meeting in your hometown. As we said earlier, MOPS meets in 60 different countries. We know that we have over 5,000 groups, and what we were trying Uh, to do in the past was, you know, be able to, to really make your hometown group strong. We don't want to take away the emphasis from that because that's important too. But now we realize we can be reaching out across the globe to another group in a different country. And probably two to, I would say, five times a week, I get an email from someone who has a heart or a passion to work with moms in other countries. And so we say you can do it on various levels. You can start by uh, like what Monica and I did, where we just started texting and emailing and sending notes of encouragement for one another, sharing prayer requests. And it can be a simple communication relationship. And then it went to where we started doing fundraisers. And we did this huge silent auction where we brought several of the leaders from Guatemala to MomCon with the money that we raised. Or we can help donate uh, for translation projects we can actually go to their country. As I mentioned earlier, I just got back from Columbia and I went with three other girls from Mission Hills in Denver and they connected with Lorena, who is our leader from Columbia again last year at MomCon. And what we were able to do was create this amazing uh, missions project and we did it together. So. You can go from writing letters to you know, ending up in another country. There's a lot of ways in which we
0: can help you get involved. It's almost like you can just start as being pen pals and praying for another country. And how would somebody decide which country they would partner with? Now that's a great question. So I usually ask a
1: couple questions when you send me an email or if I'm talking to you one of which is let's make this a natural fit. For example, uh, let's talk about if you're in a classic group and your church does missions work in a different country, tell me about that country because most likely we have a MOPS group there and we can pair you with them. Maybe there's someone in your group who their country of origin is different than the United States. So just spoke again to another group who has some ladies from Brazil. And so they were interested in connecting with a group in Brazil because they have some Brazilian moms in their group. We have a group in uh, St. Louis that works with refugees. And so look in your community. Where is your church partnering in your community? Uh, My church, again, we have a church in Espanol. So it was a very natural connection for us to have Latin America as part of what we do. So look where the natural paths are because I think you'll start to see this really cool fit that's already there. And we can easily start partnering you with groups there or encourage you to help start a group there.
0: It's really starting where your heart and your passion is already. And I love the questions you ask because somebody might start out by saying, well, I don't really know what country I'd be passionate about. But as you ask that question, it really helps you think about oh, I do already have a connection, you know, God may have already started to prepare the way for that without you even realizing that. Let me back up and ask you another question too. You mentioned four ways that you could get involved. One was through encouragement and communication, but then you also mentioned fundraisers. What kind of fundraisers have you seen groups do for Global Moth
1: We have seen what our group did—the silent auction—that was an amazing fundraiser. We've had groups who, you know, naturally do fundraising for their own group, and then they decide they're going to tithe 10% of that to a global group. So that can be from, you know, the portrait fundraisers or grocery store uh, couponing; those types of things. We've also had people that just basically set out a jar. And every time they meet, they say, this is for our global friends and whatever you can donate, you can donate. And at the end of the year, I have someone sending us a check for $300 next week. And we're using that for a translation project. We're working on getting some of our materials into Swahili.
0: How cool.
1: So that's crazy. This one group that said we had $300 left over we want to give it to our sisters somewhere. So be creative, I would say, and we will always find a way to be able to use that to help our sisters around the globe.
0: I love that. I love that it can even be so simple as just donating a portion of what you may already be fundraising for your group. I know a lot of our groups do fundraisers to help support themselves. And the idea that they could even just donate a portion of that um, uh, to really have a connection to that global global group.
1: Sometimes people think if they can't be boots on the ground and fly to a different country, that seems so overwhelming. But I think everyone can find a way that they can participate, whether it be prayer, because don't, don't knock that that's not an amazing way to connect with someone, prayer is so powerful. And so we have those opportunities to the person that says, you know what, I, I've been blessed, I have money, I want to be able to help you with those projects. So just know that there's something from a small involvement to a very large involvement.
0: Can somebody who's not part okay. of a MOPs group, but maybe has a heart, see the MOPs program grow in other countries? Is there something that they can do as well?
1: Absolutely. I think, again, there's there's people out there who just really understand that we are all part of this global world, way more than just what's in your backyard. And so, as a matter of fact, I had someone who recently uh, learned that we were doing translation of our projects, and they were given stock at their office, and they thought, what better way to give, again, a portion, they did a tithe offering, to MOPS to help fundraise for a project that will uh, be helping moms around the world getting the materials that we already have translated into their own language. So the best way if you're not in a MOPS group would be to to donate to what we are doing. And of course, I would love to have a conversation to explain all of what we're doing so that you would understand that's really a great place for you to be able to donate your funds.
0: And when we're in 60 countries, that's a lot of languages. So <laughs> the translation process is so important. Well, Sherry, I appreciate you for joining us today. And I want to make sure people know how to learn more about Global MOP. And the website for that is mops.org slash global. And if you'd like to get in touch with Sherry and learn more about becoming a partner, you can email her at global sisterhood at mops.org. Dot org so sherry thank you for joining us today
1: absolutely i would also like to say if you are a leader and you're coming to momcon i would love for you to uh, be able to meet some of our global leaders we'll be hosting a global sisterhood coffee saturday morning from 8 to 9 30 during momcon we also will be in um the space where we'll be able to offer cards that you could write a note of encouragement to another leader or another mom in a different country. So we'll be in studio M.
0: Oh, very fun.
1: And some of our leaders will be there. So you can meet them there and also have a chance to to write a note of encouragement. So I look forward to seeing all of you and just hearing from you and and helping you get involved with MOPs around the globe. So thanks for having me, and I really appreciate it.
0: Absolutely. And leaders, thank you for joining us and being part of our global sisterhood of MOPs.